Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. It is the 26th day of July. Thanks for joining me on this journey through the Gospel of Mark. We are in Mark chapter 13 and verse 32. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Okay, I want to address this verse within the context of the previous previous set of statements by Jesus. And then I want to address this verse postscript from the previous statements of Jesus. Let's start with the first. Within the context, if Jesus is talking about the day and the hour of those days in verse 24, those days... After that tribulation, the sun, dark, and moon not give its light. Then Jesus is admitting or stating that he doesn't know the exact day or time that this is going to happen, but we've already been told it'll happen to this generation. By no means will this generation pass away. Okay. But let's deal with it as a possible postscript, because here's where I differ from some who take these verses as A.D. 70, and then that's all they do with them. I actually believe in the strong possibility that after Jesus tells them in verse 30, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Then I told you yesterday, heaven and earth will pass away, my words will not. And And Jesus is talking about the fact that there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth, and that's a guarantee. I think this is sort of a postscript to this conversation where he says, but of that day and hour... No one knows. What day and hour? I don't think he's talking personally. This is Paul White talking to you. I don't think he's talking about simply the time of the coming of the end of their age. He's already gave them a time. He he said it's going to happen in your generation. But I think he's talking about the full arrival of the the new heavens and the new earth. Of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Only the Father knows when he's going to fully implement the new heavens and the new earth. And I think that could be why he goes into the following statement. Take heed, watch and pray, for you do not know when the time is. Well, he just told them what to look for, for when the time is. He just told them the stuff they could expect to see, the fact that it was they're going to be able to predict it like you can predict the weather, he said, you'll see a tree, it'll change leaves, boom, you know what's happening. He goes, when it's happening, it's near, it's at the doors. By the way, your generation's not going to pass away. Why would he then turn around and get really confusing and go, watch and pray, you don't really know when it's going to happen. I don't think he's talking about the same event. And so he's already told them when it will happen. Now he's telling them that there's, there's heaven and earth's going to pass away. There's going to be something brand new The day and the hour is unknown, not even I know. You need to watch and pray. You don't know when that is. It's like a man going into a far country, verse 34. Like a man going into a far country who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to each his work and commanded the doorkeeper to watch. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the master of the house is coming. In the evening, at midnight, at the crowing of the rooster, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he finds you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. And you might say, well, Jesus wouldn't say that to them if it wasn't going to happen to them. He just told them, I don't know when this is going to happen. The Father knows. 
The angels don't know. Not even I know. This is an amazing moment where Jesus goes, I have no idea when this is going to happen, so you need to watch for it. You don't know when the master is coming. So what I say to you, I say to all, watch. Okay, that's verse 37. He is not saying the body of Mark 13 to everyone. The body, the majority of Mark 13, he's saying directly to Peter, James, John, and Andrew who asked him questions privately back in verse 3. But by the end of the chapter, he is speaking of the arrival of the heavens and the earth, the new heavens and the new earth. And in that, he goes, I say to you what I say to everyone. Watch. This is why I believe in the coming of Jesus. Now, if I have to pin it down and go, what does it look like? I don't know exactly what it looks like. I just know what it can't look like. It can't be the stuff that happens to the generation in the first century. It can't be the removal of the people of God. Because Jesus prayed to his father, I don't pray you take them out, but to get them through. Everything else, maybe. Okay, so for those who ask, and I get the question repeatedly, do you believe Jesus is going to return? I've gotten to where I say yes, but probably not the way you think. And also, I would say returns more than once. But if you're talking about a final consummation of all things, an apocatastasis, in which all things are renewed, in which there is a fully restored heaven, new heaven and new earth, amen. Or as the Apostles' Creed says, he shall come again to judge the living and the dead. Now, we just sort of blasted through the final one, two, three, four, five verses of Mark 13. I didn't intend to do that, but it felt like the right way to close that is to put that entire thing together. Tomorrow, we will turn into the 14th chapter, we will leave the little apocalypse, and we'll start to talk about the plot to kill Jesus. And we'll see you then. God bless.